boy, oh boy, friends, how's it going? I am loving killing GitHub issues. Killed the GitHub issues tab on Live Warn Alpine. I actually didn't kill the tab because after I killed the tab, I realized people messaged me and were like, um, so now all of the issues will be 404 on GitHub. So when people search, when they experience a problem and you search it on Google and you get to a GitHub issue, it'll say a 404, which is not cool. I would love to if GitHub had a better way to do that. So I actually left the issues tabs open. I just moved, uh, converted all of the open issues to GitHub discussions. And, you know, I talked a lot about this whole discussion thing in another episode. So go check that out. A recent one, maybe even the, la- the latest one. Um, yes, yeah, so I did that. And it was actually kind of fun, like the conversion process for Livewire. Or no, for Alpine, there was, I don't know, however many issues open that I converted. Um, I just did it by hand and it took a long time but I did it by hand. But Livewire, there were so many issues, I was like, I can't do this by hand. So I wrote a little script um, with, what is it? Keyboard Maestro on a Mac. It's a really cool program that allows you to automate Mac stuff. Kind of the same thing you want Mac uh, or whatever. Uh, Is it Mac Automator? I don't know. Maybe it's just called Automator. Let's see, Automator. Yep, on a Mac that you kind of want to be able to do this stuff. And I'm sure it can, but when you're using Automator, you end up like needing to use a scripting language and it's, I just never feel like I can, I don't know, like it's too much work for me to learn that. Um, but Keyboard Maestro is fantastic. You can program, you can easily write these little macros. There's a record feature, so you can hit record and then do stuff on your screen. You can switch to an application, click on a page, type some keys, and then replay that a bunch of times. Um, It requires a little bit of fine tuning and kind of manually changing things, but it's all very WYSIWYG. It's not, you know, you're not really scripting anything, which is awesome. So so I made a little keyboard maestro combined with uh, a few console commands that like opens all the issues. So like 100 tabs open in my Chrome browser and then goes issue by issue and converts them to discussions. And that's how I did that and just let my computer sit for like 15 or 20 minutes and and yeah sorry am i allowed to burp on this i hope you didn't hear that but i talked about it and that's kind of gross too whatever um yeah i just drank a ginger beer and uh, ginger beer is so good if you haven't had ginger beer it's like my it's like my new favorite drink because it's spicy and carbonated and flavorful and there's a lot that have zero sugar so yeah and some that have zero sugar without like a nasty artificial sweetener like the one i'm drinking reads has um stevia and monk fruit and stuff like that so it's not like aspartame or whatever anyway this has been ginger beer in the morning with caleb um so i wanted to tell you one specific thing there's a few specific things but one the reason that i hit record this morning on this this little podcast here is that i went into the the discussions here's actually two reasons the first one is that I actually read discussions now. Um, I don't read all of them. I'm not a completionist. I just open it occasionally and then read some. And I'm again, I don't get through all of them. But over enough time, I will sort these. Because the thing is, discussions aren't my responsibility, you know, like pull requests are. And that's the beauty of it, is that discussions is it's for the community to help each other, to hash stuff out, to discuss. And then I am able, well, I guess, and then the end result of that should in theory be pull requests that then are my responsibility to triage and make, you know, and pull in and whatever. Um, But I also love just being involved in the discussions 
and I can sort them now because people can upvote discussions and I can sort them by their by how many comments on them, stuff like that. All-time popular discussion topics or recent discussion topics. It's so fantastic. I love it. And like it's inviting to me now because there's not that stress of completionism. There's no number that's daunting me that's like, oh, you know, you got to get through 50 of these. So like, why would I even get through two of them if, I, if there's 50? You know, that's the way issues felt. With discussions, I'm just like, oh, let's just see what's what's up there. Let's just see what pops up. And then I'm, I always find interesting things. And I take a second to answer stuff and to jump in on stuff because it's easy and fun and there's no pressure. And I just, have I told you that I love this change? Uh, it's such a fantastic change. So here's the other the other thing that happens. So I open up discussions because, you know, it's just fun. It's low pressure. I'm just open it up on the Alpine repo. And then I go to, what did I go to? Um, I, I scroll down. Okay. Here's one. It's like six down or seven down. It was open 15 hours ago. It's called class doesn't work. Colon class doesn't work like binding a class in Alpine. So I'm a little bit alarmed by or triggered by this title because I don't, you know, that's a pretty big thing to not work. But in reality, okay, it works. All the tests pass, you know, and so in all in tests exercise, all that stuff. So it works. Um, but I click in it anyway, because I, I just want to see. So the title is colon class doesn't work. Here is the description. Colon class doesn't work on Alpine V3. That's it. <laughs> and, you know, immediately I'm like bugged by this. Like, oh, the audacity of some people to just Provide absolutely nothing and take up your time. Well, here's the thing. He's not taking up my time at all. Because my first instinct was, ha, ah, I'm going to write to him. To, I, at first, I just jumped right back into my issues mentality, which is I have two options here. I can close this thing right now and potentially piss him off. Or I can uh, answer it and say, hey, please provide more info and then like close it a, li- a little later if he doesn't. It's just not a good situation. Um, and so I felt that way right away. And then, like, I don't know if I actually went to close it or just realized that, like, wait, what, what am I even thinking? I'm in discussions now. I can't close one. I think I can delete a discussion, but there's no concept of close and open. There's only, like, delete, which is a very low-level operation in the sidebar. It's not, like, a big button that's, like, you should delete this discussion. It's, like, I can if I feel like somebody said something that should be erased from the history of the internet. But this is not one of those things. This is just a junk little bit that I don't have to care about because there's no such thing as open and close. It's not my responsibility. It's not anybody's. So this is just left there. If anybody wants to bag an, an answer check mark, they could try to get this guy to give them some information like Dan 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 D is doing. He he replied and said, uh, can you provide example using it a lot on V3 with no issues? So yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I guess I just wanted to report on that and be like, wow, I know I've talked about this, but it is a, it is a significant fundamental shift in that I don't even worry about closing stuff because stuff doesn't have to get closed. There's no number counting things. I can't see the big count anywhere. These junk issues don't demand my attention. They just drift to the bottom of the pile because they're not good. And that's what will happen to this. And that's great. It's just so natural. I love it. Yeah. GitHub Issues is getting a big revamp. There was a a big tease from GitHub on Twitter. Uh, GitHub Issues coming this fall. And it's this really cool video showing how GitHub Issues is basically going to work like it'd be like a Jira competitor. And I mean, it looks really powerful. And I, I remember being on a team 
and want, and trying to use the GitHub repo as the sole way of maintaining of like sole project management tool. So we used GitHub projects that to like kind of be a Trello alternative and tried to, you know, assign issues to other people and use labels for like coming up and stuff like that. But it never felt really good. It didn't really work that well. We ended up going back to Trello and then I think Asana. Um, but so this is a great solution for people on teams that need robust, you know, project management tools. But uh, so people are like, oh, you know, you closed issues. You might not need to anymore. Like issues are going to be really good. I actually don't think they will be. I think I'll probably still keep them closed because it doesn't meet the needs of an open source project that way. It probably much better meets the needs of a private proprietary thing on a team of developers that are hired and there's stuff like that. But for my purposes, that's not the purpose of issues is not to like, you know, make the world my software team and assign tasks and all that stuff. That's just not how we operate. I think the best way to operate is having this very free form community oriented discussion platform where good ideas bubble up to the top and bad ones drift to the bottom. And then I review things and take them into account and try to help out and people do the same thing and bubble things up to issues or to pull requests where that is my responsibility in my domain. And I pay attention to those and make sure those get taken care of or reviewed or merged. And that's where I put effort in because you put effort into the pull request. So, so that's that. Um, yeah. So I guess I just wanted to ramble about that another day in open source maintenance. Uh, thanks for listening. Talk to you later.